The fat that sits on top of your chest can make you feel unattractive, it can decrease your self-confidence and make it difficult to find clothes that even fit. And even though there are some medical reasons that can lead to the development and the growth of breast tissue in men, such as gynecomastia, the truth is that many people who think they have gynecomastia actually suffer from pseudogynecomastia. And the difference is that while gynecomastia refers to the growth of breast tissue in men, pseudogynecomastia is a medical term for what appears to be breast tissue, but is actually simply an accumulation of fat around the chest that's caused by an excessively high body fat percentage. So the number one tip that we have to get out of the way right off the bat is that if you're overweight or carrying excess body fat, you should put yourself into a calorie deficit first to get rid of that excess fat. Burning fat can help with this problem in multiple ways. First of all, losing fat helps you reduce your estrogen levels and increase your testosterone levels. And lowering estrogen by itself can help reduce the risk of gynecomastia. But like I said, most people with man boobs have pseudogynecomastia, which can be fixed entirely by losing fat. On top of that, even if you actually do have gynecomastia, it's still very important to lose fat because this condition tends to pair with an excessively high body fat percentage. So the first step is to reduce your caloric intake. And tip number two, which goes hand in hand with reducing your calories, is to make sure that your new diet is sustainable. All too often, someone with excess body fat will rush in, drastically drop calories, put a ton of restrictions in place, and pretty much starve themselves. That doesn't work. It's crucial for you to understand that a diet only works if you can maintain it for the long run, especially since your biggest problem areas in regard to body fat are usually the last spots that actually get fully burnt off. That's why it's so important for you to make sure that your diet is sustainable. For example, the ketogenic diet can be highly effective for fat loss. However, a common downfall with the keto diet is that even though most people can follow the diet very well for a few days or weeks, as they move on to months and years, most people find that they start really craving carbs. The temptation can become so great that you end up binging and you undo all your hard work ending up back at square one. And keto is just one example. There are many other approaches that work for some people but are not sustainable for others. The solution is to do your best to adopt an eating style that allows you to maintain a calorie deficit while at the same time still fits with your lifestyle, preferences, and your willpower. You also want to do your best to set up your diet in a way in which you don't constantly feel hungry because hunger is the primary reason why most diets fail. And this actually brings me straight to point number three, which is don't drink your calories. One of the easiest ways to make your diet more satiating and to feel less hungry is by eating your calories instead of drinking them. For example, you can drink hundreds of calories within seconds, but if you have to chew those calories, it'll take you much longer. On top of that, most liquid carbohydrate beverages have almost all the fiber stripped away. And fiber is a nutrient that benefits hunger control by reducing blood sugar swings and increasing the time it takes for your body to digest the food. Juicing fruit and vegetables causes the fiber to be removed, which is why your body can digest fruit and vegetable juices much faster than the same fruits and vegetables in solid form. Blending your fruits and veggies, by the way, doesn't remove the fiber, so keep that in mind that it's better to blend rather than juice. 
Now, even though juicing can be a problem, sodas are far worse. Many studies show that people who drink soda tend to weigh more than those that don't. Fortunately, it also works the other way around. By cutting sugary drinks out of your diet, you'll end up taking in fewer calories without much effort at all. This adjustment alone is enough for a lot of people to start losing weight and to continue losing weight over time. If you really crave soda or other sweet drinks, you should know that studies show that substituting sugary drinks with artificially sweetened alternatives like diet sodas ends up lowering your calorie intake and assists with weight loss. And even though artificial sweeteners have been demonized in the past, human studies have shown that artificial sweeteners are generally safe when the maximum recommended intake is not exceeded. Another simple diet change that'll help you burn more fat without thinking about it is avoiding excessive food variety within each of your meals. Now, don't get me wrong, I understand and agree that variety is the spice of life. And it's actually also good to have variety in your diet because it allows you to consume a broader range of beneficial nutrients. With that said, if you're having multiple meals throughout the day and you're struggling to lower your calories, do your best to avoid filling your plate with all different kinds of tastes for each meal because that'll actually increase calorie consumption. Meanwhile, limiting the variety within each meal to something like only one protein source, one carb source, and one vegetable source can really help reduce calories without any thought to it. This is because your appetite's negative feedback loop is sensory specific. So what I mean is that you don't just become full, instead you become less motivated to continue eating certain flavors. This is why even if you go to a buffet and you eat until you're stuffed, you'll find that there's still always room for dessert. So the greater the variety of foods within a meal, the greater your appetite will be during that meal. An example of this would be if you had rice, pasta, chicken, beef jerky, green beans, and corn on the cob all in one meal. It would be much better to just stick to one carb source, one protein source, and one vegetable source. Because once you get full on the rice, you may still have room for the pasta since it's a different flavor and different texture. Same with the chicken. After you're full of chicken, you may still crave beef jerky. Now, this doesn't mean you can't have cheat meals with this strategy. You would just apply the same concept. So if you want something crunchy for a cheat meal, you might buy a bag of potato chips. Instead of buying Doritos, cheese doodles, and salt and vinegar chips, just choose one flavor and save the other options for another time. Even though this strategy isn't required, if you find it hard to control your calories, simply limiting the amount of different flavors within each meal can help you reduce calories automatically as shown by multiple studies. Another important diet change for anyone trying to burn fat and especially for someone that actually has gyno is to eat anti-inflammatory foods. According to research, even though the exact relationship between inflammation and weight loss isn't fully understood, it is clear that reducing inflammation is an essential and necessary component of weight loss, just like diet and exercise are. Now, specifically, if you do have gyno, it can cause your breast tissue to feel swollen and tender, and that's typically caused by inflammation. But the bottom line is that whether you have gyno or just too much body fat, consuming anti-inflammatory foods will help a lot. These are foods that contain antioxidants that help your cells fight free radical damage within your body. An example of a diet that contains a lot of these types of inflammation-lowering foods is the Mediterranean diet. This diet is based on the traditional foods people used to eat in countries like Greece and Italy back in the 1960s. And scientists found that these people were much healthier than Americans are nowadays, and they had a much lower risk of many chronic diseases that we see today. One reason for this is that the Mediterranean diet contains high 
high amounts of anti-inflammatory foods like fruit, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, herbs, fish, and extra virgin olive oil. On top of that, it also limits the amount of added sugar, refined grains, trans fats, refined oils, processed meats like hot dogs, and other highly processed foods, all of which raise inflammation. So even more important than making sure that you're eating healthy anti-inflammatory foods, you wanna make sure that you're avoiding the foods that are known to cause inflammation. You also wanna avoid foods that can raise your estrogen. Examples of foods that can be estrogenic include licorice, trans fat, and excessive amounts of alcohol. And alcohol is one of the most common problems for many people, so you'll definitely wanna limit your alcohol consumption. Alcohol has two negative effects when it comes to man boobs. First, most drinks tend to be high in calories. This is especially true for beer, which has 144 calories per can. Worst of all, these alcohol calories don't reduce hunger, and on the contrary, alcoholic beverages generally wind up making you more inclined to eat junk food. So having one too many alcoholic beverages typically leads to a high calorie bomb being dropped on top of the calories that you're already eating throughout the day. The second issue is that alcohol, especially when consumed in high amounts, can increase estrogen. For example, research shows that men who suffer from alcoholism have significantly lower testosterone and higher estrogen levels than men without alcohol problems, even if they have perfectly functioning livers. A reason for this is that alcohol boosts the activity of the aromatase enzyme, which converts the male sex hormone testosterone into the female sex hormone estrogen. So the bottom line is to try to control your alcohol intake. And if you do want to drink, it's better to go for liquor or even wine instead of beer because beer is more estrogenic due to the presence of hops. Another thing that can help with estrogen is to eat white button mushrooms. White mushrooms have a wide range of bioactive compounds that offer health benefits, including cancer-fighting properties, cholesterol-lowering effects, and improved gut health. They can also benefit male hormonal health and reduce the risk of gynecomastia. That's because white button mushrooms and supplemental extracts of them can reduce estrogen by blocking the aromatase enzyme. Again, the aromatase enzyme is what causes testosterone to be converted into estrogen in men. And you already know the benefits of controlling your estrogen levels. Next, you'll wanna evaluate your drug use. Certain supplements, medications, and of course steroids can lead to gyno or make it more severe. With steroids specifically, some people will take it without combining it with an aerobatase inhibitor, and that can cause a lot of the extra testosterone to get converted to estrogen in the body, thereby triggering gynecomastia. We have research that shows that out of 964 cases of men with gynecomastia, 11% had a history of anabolic steroid use. Aside from steroids, many prescription drugs can also cause or worsen gynecomastia. One reason for this is that some prescription drugs can reduce testosterone, leading to an imbalance between estrogen and testosterone. For example, the International Society for Sexual Medicine states that some prescription drugs, including certain antidepressants, opioids, and statins, can lower testosterone. Now, I'm not saying that you should stop taking your prescription drugs. Please don't do that. There's likely a good reason why you were prescribed them in the first place. 
However, if you do suffer from gynecomastia, you might want to talk to your doctor about whether your medication might be causing, contributing, or worsening it. Also, there are often many natural remedies that are as effective as prescription drugs but without the side effects. For example, randomized controlled trials comparing exercise to antidepressants report that both are equally as effective. So if you currently don't exercise but you do take antidepressants, maybe consider starting to work out. Again, this is not medical advice, but consider talking to your doctor about these things. Aside from the supplements and medication that you might be ingesting, you're gonna want to check your personal care products as well. Even though you're not eating the soap or the deodorant that you use, the chemicals that are found in many common products like these enter your body through your pores, just like food enters through your mouth. And many of these chemicals mimic the effects of estrogen in your body. These include, but are not limited to phthalates, which are used as stabilizers and emulsifying agents in many personal care items, parabens, which are preservatives used in almost all kinds of cosmetics, including moisturizers, sun lotion, shampoos, and even toothpaste. Benzophenones, which are used as UV stabilizers in a bunch of personal care products, although they are most commonly used in sunscreens. And finally, we have triclosan and triclocarban, both of which are antibacterial agents found in hand sanitizers, lotions, antibacterial soap, and more. The point is that there are many studies that show that these chemicals can increase estrogen and reduce testosterone. So if at all possible, do your best to limit your exposure to these chemicals, which you can do by simply switching to natural versions of these products instead. An example of this is pure castile soap, which by looking at the label, you can clearly see the difference in the all natural ingredients. There are also deodorants and all kinds of other natural versions of products without chemicals added in. Finally, diet tip number 10 comes down to what you eat your food out of, and you want to limit the use of plastic bottles and containers. Plastic food and beverage packaging can cause disrupting chemicals to leach out into your food and drinks. Many of those chemicals are xenoestrogens, which can bind to estrogen receptors, leading to feminizing effects, including an increased risk of gyno. Looking at some data, we can see a study in which researchers looked at the effects of plastic packaging on estrogenic activity. They found that when comparing water that was packed in either glass or plastic bottles, even though it came from the same spring, estrogenic activity was three times higher in the water packaged in plastic bottles instead of glass. On top of that, another study concluded that exposure to BPA, which is a chemical that's used to make certain plastics, could have an adverse effect on male sexual dysfunction. So next time that you're shopping for food containers and water bottles, it's best to go for glass or stainless steel. But even if you keep all your plastic containers, you should definitely know that heating up plastic products causes even more of the xenoestrogens to leak into your food and drinks. So at the very least, avoid that as much as possible. A lot of people microwave plastic and that's definitely a bad idea from a health standpoint. So that about wraps it up. Keep in mind if you have excess fat around your chest or other problem areas like your belly, love handles, or hips, the number one tip still remains that you have to create a calorie deficit in a sustainable way. You can carry around a glass jar for your water, use all natural products, and still have excess chest fat. 
Without following the right diet and workout plan, you're gonna be missing the two main keys to changing the way your chest looks. So if you want any additional help with setting up the perfect sustainable diet and workout plan for yourself, then feel free to visit my website. My team and I have been doing this for years, both in person at my gyms in New Jersey and online. So feel free to check out our website where we have everything from courses to one-on-one -on -one training. You can get a customized diet plan, recipe book, workout plans, and a coach to guide you through every step of your journey. To head on over there, either click the link below in the description or you can visit the site directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon.